0: I welcome everybody into God's house this evening. Good to be back in church again. We thank the Lord for the day God's given us. We thank God for letting us come and assemble back together to worship again tonight. I have a scripture that came across my heart that I'd like to share. It's uh, in the Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 1. A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches, and loving favor rather than silver and gold. Think about that. Let's all stand for a moment as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for letting us come back to worship tonight. And, God, we just pray for this service. God, we ask you blessings on it and help us to follow you and be in the center you will. Uh, God, just help us to be the people that you want us to be. Help us to be a light to those that we need to be a light to. God, we ask you these things and we praise you in Jesus' name. And Amen. You may be seated. We'll turn over to the choir
1: it's 190. <clears throat>
0: Once again, thank the Lord for being here tonight God bless us, good crowd We appreciate every person that's here If you're visiting We especially say thank God for you I thank the Lord once again For such good choir singing I just sat there and it blessed me I appreciate those good songs How they were sung Good to be here tonight Let's all stand for just a moment if you would If you've got unspoken prayer requests just Show it, raise your hand Everybody, I think, put their hand up. We got a lot to pray for, and a lot to pray about. We have a lot of people that we need to pray for, and uh, I appreciate that. I, I appreciate having a lot of folks on my heart, and uh, uh, that tells me that God's working in a lot of places. For God to put folks on our heart, He needs to be working with them, and uh, that's the way God works. And so, uh, I'm excited. I uh, got a lot of people I want to see move, and I think God flows it's been moving, it has moved. But boy, I got a lot more I want to see move to. Okay. Any spoken request. Mary, I got a text from Holly Douglas just before we came. And uh, she would like to have her mom, Kelly, put on the prayer
1: team because um, they're taking her to Lexington and she's really, really sick.
0: Okay. Remember, Kelly Brock is uh, very, very ill. And uh, remember that request. And called Sister Jeannie just within the last hour and talked to her. And Roy was resting good. Uh, since he'd gotten in the hospital, he had to take some uh, nitroglycerin on the way in. He was in quite a bit of pain. But once he got there and got settled down, his pain subsided. And he was resting well. And uh, they were getting ready to bring him some supper. And so I thought that sounded like a, a good sign. But they do think he had a light heart attack. And uh, so see what tomorrow holds as far as tests and stuff so but remember him someone else
1: okay
0: in case you didn't hear that Linda requested prayer this morning for a uh, little baby and had some serious medical issues and it didn't make it didn't survive it passed on so remember that family has to be heartbreaking any others Pray for this service tonight, pray for conviction and uh, pray for those that's on your heart. Now, I've experienced times in my life that I didn't have anybody on my heart to pray for, but when I'd begin to check, I'd find that I wasn't quite in the place I needed to be. When I got where I needed to be, God gave me some people. So, and I've had times I'd say, God, help me to get where I need to be. And God, help me. God, put somebody on my heart. I, I want to be part of this process and I. I want to help somebody. I want to pray for somebody. So so if you came to a spot and you just, well, I don't really have anybody, just talk to the Lord about that. Anyone else? Gotcha. So just remember that and All right, so we'll remember those requests. <clears throat> Any others? Not much, but Carl, to lead us.
1: Be we'll able to sleep and be able to rest until they make their peace call and election surely, Father. While you're still working hard, life. Father, while they still have life, they might be able to turn it toward heaven and call out upon you. The salvation is just Those are walking far off, that you might serve help to their and get in so they be help. So, Father,
2: so Bless this service, use us for your glory and Jesus. Father, just be at their bedside and help them, Father, they might just cast their cares upon you because you care for them. Lead us and guide us on through this service, and whatever is accomplished, we'll thank thee for it. So we ask it in Jesus' name, we pray.
0: Keep on praying, and uh, who'd feel like singing tonight? You got a song on your heart, would please honor the Lord and come sing that? Anyone? Welcome, God give you one. keep praying anyway and uh, we'll look at these preachers. I, I put on my heart when I was praying to ask Brother Lee if he had something tonight. Let's pray for him. I appreciate Brother Lee and let's uh, pray for him while he comes and uh, give me attention and pray right out of your heart.
2: being here and thankful for the service this morning you pray for us and if the Lord allows us to do something we're willing to stand and try and um, you know a couple prayer requests to start out and I figured we was probably going up having to get up so we just thought we'd wait but Um, Travi and Summer their baby you know they really need some prayers and uh, you know uh, my mom called me last night and of course she was you know losing it a little bit but um, you know a while back we'd lost uh, my brother lost his little daughter at nine weeks old and when something like that happens you know it's it makes you scared and you know makes you wonder but I know I got a God big enough to take care of you know and even if something was to happen, he's still big enough to take care of us. You know, we've been through it, and um, there's nothing that we're going to face that he ain't already faced, you know, and the Lord, the Lord's good to us, you know, and whatever may come out of it, you know, we're thankful for that. But, uh, you know, I know they're scared, so pray for them, and, you know, they're, they're young, just been married a little bit over a year, and, you know, it's a, a big struggle. Life's already hard enough when you start out getting married, and then when issues start happening, you know, it makes it a little rough. And, uh, and then I woke up on Wednesday, I wasn't feeling the greatest with my leg, and uh, Brandy was leaving to go to Columbus, and I was like, I'm gonna have to go to the doctor, because I wasn't feeling good, and I ended up having, I got a blood clot in my leg again, and it's about the third time, so I might end up having to see a, whatever you want to call it, hematologist, or something like that, but you pray for us, and you know, it's nothing serious, luckily it was in like the varicose vein part, and nothing deep or anything, but we still don't like to hear anything about that. But we push that off to the side, and if the Lord allow us to say something, you know, uh, we'll probably read a little bit in Acts chapter 8, and we might read a little bit in James. I don't know if we will preach any, but we're willing to stand and try to do what the Lord will have us to do. Like I said, you pray for us, and... Um, in chapter eight, here a little bit before that, um, you have chapter seven where everybody knows the story of Stephen, and Stephen was going about preaching, and um, you know the people were getting mad about it, and they were they were mad that he was preaching the gospel, and and that happens in life now, you know, when the truth's told, as humans we don't like to hear it. I don't like to hear the truth it's just it's our nature we don't like to hear it well Stephen was going out he was preaching telling them all the stories that's already happened you know he was preaching the Old Testament to him telling them about Moses and everything that happened and uh, it said like the people got mad and they were ready they were gnashed on him with their teeth and threw him outside the city and stoned him and lo and behold when they were done they laid his clothes in front of Paul our Saul And um, so that's where we pick up the story at was with Saul. And it says in verse eight, it says, and Saul was consenting unto his death. And at that time, there was a great persecution against the church, which at Jerusalem, and they were all scattered abroad throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles and devout men carried Stephen to his burial and made a great lamentation over him. And it said, as for Saul, he made havoc of the church Entering into every house and hell and men and women committing them to prison, and that's that's a big part. So we're going to jump over to nine. But listen, to that it said, as for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering into every house and hell and men and women committing them to prison, and that's for their beliefs over Jesus. So then we get into uh, chapter nine here, and it said. And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest, and desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogues, that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shone round about him a light from heaven. And we all know how the story goes. It talks about how the light shone round about him, and the Lord talked to him put it in perspective. The Lord let him know where he was at. You know, he's just on his way. And that happened to me. You know, there was a time that, you know, I was in the church house and the Lord showed me the state of life that I was living in and that it wasn't right. But he showed me a light, you know, the light shone round about him. The Lord said, you can do better. Things can be better, you know, and it said we're going to jump over here in the 15, but it says, you know, it talks about how the Lord was telling him, you know, how can you kick against the pricks and how are you doing all this? And he said, he told him, he said, I want you to rise and go down to the street straight and I want you to go see Ananias and that's going to unfold to you what's going to happen. So we pick up in 13 and it says, and this is after he gets to Ananias and it said, then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he hath done to thy saints at Jerusalem. And he said, And here he hath authority from the chief priests to bind all that call on thy name. But listen what the Lord said. But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and the kings and the children of Israel. He said, For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. So. It sits here and, you know, the, the Lord showed Ananias, you know, the Lord's good to every one of us, you know. He's going to give us all an opportunity. And when, they, when your opportunity comes, I would suggest that you would jump on it. You know, you might not get more than one. You might get one in life, and I'm not God. I'm not going to tell you how many times the Lord's going to speak to you. But what I would say is if he speaks to you, you listen when he speaks. But it sits here and says, it goes down, and I'm going to jump over into 21. and, And then you have, you know, Steve or Paul. And Paul and Saul, so we all know that later on, I think it's in a couple chapters, maybe like chapter 14 is the first time that Saul is actually called Paul, and it was further away. And I believe, you know, like even as me, you know, when I got saved, the Lord gave me a new name about me. The Lord showed, you know, that I was saved, and but then after I was saved, I had to do something about that. I had to let people know, you know, from the life that I was living the change the difference that happens, you know? When the Lord saves you, there's something different that happens, Terry. We all know that when the Lord came into my life, he changed me. And it's my job to prove that the Lord had change you. And, this, and then it goes over into verse 21. It said, uh, but all that heard him were amazed and said... And Paul, he started going out preaching right after this happened. He started preaching the gospel instantly. And this is what happened. It said, but all that heard him were amazed and said... Is not this he that destroyed them which called on the name in Jerusalem and came hither for that intent, and that he might bring them bound unto the chief priests? And it said, But Saul increased the more in strength and confounded the Jews which dwelt at Damascus, proving that this is the very Christ. And after that, many days were fulfilled, the Jews took counsel to kill him. You know, he's already preaching the gospel, and they're already after him. They're already coming after him. And you jump down in 26, it said, and Saul was come to Jerusalem, and he essayed to join himself to the disciples, but they were all afraid of him, and they believed not in that he was a disciple. And it said, but Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles, and declared unto them how he had seen the Lord in the way, and that he spoken to him, and how he preached boldly at Damascus. So, you know, the main thing that I want to get out of this is after he's saved, you know, the first thing that happens he goes preaching the gospel, okay? But in 21, it said, all that heard him were amazed. And they said, is not this him that destroyed what's called on the name of Jerusalem? You know, they're already saying, they're already trying to beat him down. Like, hey, you know, he might be preaching about God or something, but isn't this the same guy? You know, I remember when I first got saved, and that you know, and even now, I might see people from... Back when I was a kid, I did wrong. I know I did wrong. I partied hard. I did a lot of bad things. But the Lord changed me, and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for what the Lord's done for me. But I still see people now, and they say, aren't you the one that did this, this, and then? Well, yeah, it is. You know, the Lord changed me. Well, they're already saying now, like, it's not long after. They're saying, well, ain't this the same guy that was bringing these people in bound, threatening to kill them, wanting to tie them up, things that happened? So then, it wasn't long after that, he goes down, and then he's in front of the disciples. And the disciples are saying the same thing. But what I get out of it is, when the trials happen, you know, when things happen, you know, that's where we draw our strength. We draw our strength when we do what God wants us to do. You know, he sat there and said, it says, you know, it said, but Saul increased the more in strength and confounded the Jews. You know, when we're given our first trials we need to We need to live our life based on what God wants us to do. If we live based on what God wants to do, that's where I'm drawing my strength from. You know my strength comes from God is what the Bible says. you know if If I sit there and uh, I'm going to read a little bit here in James, and it is like tied together a little bit, you pray for us and in the first in the first chapter of James, it says. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad, he said, my brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into divers temptations. And I looked up that divers temptation, various trials. Count it joy when the trials happens. It says, not knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. How many times that the trying of my faith and things that I don't like to see... It works the patience in my life. Something you might want to ask my kids, it's something that I have a hard time with sometimes is patience. And Brandy yells at me all the time about how quick I might snap on something. You know, but it says the trying of our faith, you know, it, it helps us. And but it says, but let patience have her perfect work, that it may be perfect and entiring, wanting nothing. And it said that if any of you lack wisdom, let them ask of God you know, go to God with what we need, you know, God's there to help us, you know, and I sit there, I think about Paul, how bad, how, you know, what a struggle it would have been that, you know, right when you first get saved, and you might be here, you might be newly saved, or wanting to get saved, things are going to happen starting out, you know, you're, you're starting a whole new life, when I got saved, it was a whole new walk that I started, but I had to have my walk trying to follow God. And if I followed God, that's when the things happen in life and that helped me out, you know, but I'm still gonna see the same people that I worked with. I'm still gonna see the same people that I knew and they're gonna expect you to do the same things that you always did. But in order to shine a light, your life has to change a little bit. You have to do some things yourself and that's where it comes in here. You know, we have to, where it says that trying of our faith works as the patience, You know, our faith's going to be tried. It's going to happen in life. And it says, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And then I'm going to jump down and it says, but every man that is tempted when he is drawn away from his own, every man is tempted when he is drawn away from his own lust and entice. When I let myself get in the way, that's when I allow the tempting to happen. And you know, when I try to take my eyes off of God, the temptations come. You know, and if I let that happen, the devil gets right after us. You know, I believe Paul is saying that he, he increased in strength. You know why? Because as soon as it happened, he put his faith towards God. You know, he knew that something changed. He wasn't worried about killing the Christians and doing things. He was worried about following what, what he thought was right at the time. You know, following what God did. When God truly makes a change in your life, you know, if you follow him, the Lord's going to bless you. You know, and instead of worrying about killing whoever or going after whoever, you know, he went on to the next step. You know, after that trial, after that happens, you know, you're going to be enticed. It's going to happen. Take that next step. Go with God. You know, and I believe that's what Paul did, and it helped him out. But one of the, one of the other things that I said, you know, this is one of my favorite scriptures too, and it says, Blessed is the man that endured temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to give them that love him. You know, how great that is, and that in the end, I already have it, the crown of life, but in the end, I'm going to see him face to face. That's the best part about my religion, about believing in God, knowing that I'm saved. There's going to come a time where I'm going to see him face to face, and I can thank him for what he's done. You know, it, we love living life down here, but we know it's going to be better on the other side. I have that assurance. I have that fact guaranteed that I know when I die that I have a better place to go. And, and I'm thankful about Paul, you know. I guarantee when he first started out, it was a struggle. But he, he relied on God, you know. He asked God for that help. So if I, if I could say anything, when the, when the trials and things happen, look towards God. And what does it say? God's going to increase your strength. And, and I believe in, in your faith and everything in life. We appreciate being here tonight.
0: We appreciate, the, Brother Lee, appreciate the message he had on his heart, and uh, as he summed up there at the end, uh, uh, great point, uh, even the trials have a benefit to them, and uh, as you look back over life, uh, as uh, Brother Lee shared with us, as you look back over life, you can find a lot of good that comes out. When you follow the Lord through your trials That's the key to it If you have a trial and you follow the Lord Then you grow in that And so, appreciate that uh, Anybody else got anything on your heart? Got something you want to say? We're glad to have Cameron with us Appreciate it uh, He's been with us uh, quite a bit on Sunday nights And we're really, really glad to have him anyone else got anything on your heart before we come to a close once again it's good to be here tonight I'm glad to have everybody that's here what a blessing that God lets us come to the church house and worship the Lord alright let's just really keep praying uh, we say this over and over again but it, it it needs repeated let's really pray for those folks that uh, are, are lost or out of fellowship or Pray for those folks that God's dealing with, and uh, boy, I, I appreciate uh, I appreciate God calling people. <clears throat> if God didn't call, we couldn't help anybody. And I appreciate Him calling. Okay. If nothing else, we ask everybody to stand. Last, we'll uh, Brother Mike Kessinger to pray dismiss.
2: Our dear Heavenly heaven. and lost, and don't know you gonna be part of the and we just pray that maybe turn our life over to you, for Carolina, and today, we ask you to go with us, and lead God, and direct us, and help us be a light to the lost, and dying world, Always mm-hmm. oh, thank God, Jesus, Jesus, sweet and precious, love, and name, for us, sake.